You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 226. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're going to talk about making the case for a PMO or whatever name you want to call it. PMO, Strategy Delivery, Transformation Team, Strategy Realization Office, the Go Team that gets stuff done. Whatever you want to call it, you do need to make the case if you're just getting started or if your executives haven't really bought into the idea of building that organization to help get better results from the strategy. You've got all these projects, the work, the change that needs to get done. How do you make sure that that change is done in a way that achieves the big business results? Well, if you're not getting those big business results today, then you might need to make the case to build, for simplicity's sake, what we're going to call a PMO for the rest of this episode. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine System. The Impact Engine System is my answer to how to build the case for your PMO and how to deliver on your promises when you made the case. So if you're looking to build a PMO or strategy or transformation team, you must have the Impact Engine System by your side. I teach you what to do, in what order, why that matters, how to do it, all with the foundation of the right mindset shifts that you must make to think bigger about what your organization is capable of and how it's going to help you deliver on strategy and make that big impact for every project that the organization is doing. So if you're on the journey of needing to make the case for a PMO or you are at the point where you've got their interest, but now you're going to have to deliver, You need to be in the Impact Engine system where I will guide you on every step of the process to showing value and results quickly in a way that earns you a seat at the table in the process. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash IES and join us on the journey to make a bigger impact with a PMO in your organization. Okay, let's dive in. Now, you need to make the case for this organization you're trying to build. And I want to warn you right up front, don't you dare start selling. No sales pitches. You do not need to sell the value of a PMO or of stricter project management process or just convince them or beg or plead or cajole or persuade. You don't have to do any of that because here's the deal. This isn't a sales process. You have to do some marketing, but you don't have to do sales. Here's what I mean. When you're trying to make the case for the organization that you know will help projects get delivered with a higher return on investment much faster, you have to really understand what that value proposition is for your organization. And if you weren't thinking about ROI or return on investment for the organization, we're going to need to start there because the whole reason you're doing this needs to be super clear, not just to you, but to the business leaders in your organization who care about, guess what? Return on investment. Even if you're working in a government organization, even if you're working for a nonprofit, people want to know that the work they're doing is providing real business value 
in a way that makes it worth doing in the first place. For simplicity's sake, we can call that ROI, or if that term scares you, we can call it the worth it factor. But you need to be making sure that every project is worth doing in the first place and that your organization is worth the investment because you're going to get results fast. So how do you do that? That's where marketing comes in. Marketing is all about connecting the pain point or challenge or desire of your audience with what you do that matches that desire. How do you help them achieve their goals? That's what marketing is all about. A need and how what you do addresses that need. So when you're thinking of the business case that you need to build for your organization, that's how you want to be thinking. You want to be thinking in terms of how is this driving that value proposition for my audience, my stakeholders, my business partners? How is what I'm going to do addressing what they care about? That's the essence of the business case. It's making the case for your PMO that is going to solve their business problems. So what do you need to do? You need to understand their business problems. And that's where some early assessment work can happen. Now in the Impact Engine system, after we've shifted your mindset about what your organization should even be doing, then we get into an assessment process, a step-by-step of a lot of different things that you need to look at to understand where your organization can provide value. Because if you go to your business leaders and say, here's all the problems you have and here's what I'm going to do to fix them, but they don't even see those problems or understand them or understand the effect those problems are having on achieving their business goals, then none of that matters. Nothing you tell them after that is going to matter if they don't see the world the way you see it. So what do you do? Stop seeing the world the way you see it and start seeing the world the way they see it. You want to be thinking about what they care about and doing that first, which means you have to get to know what they care about. That's all a part of an assessment process that you need to go through to ask your business leaders what's keeping them up at night, where the challenges are, what's not working in the project process that could be working better. Are projects taking too long? Are they costing too much? Are they not providing the value that the business leaders are looking for? If that's the challenge, that they're talking about, that's where you need to be focusing your energy. And so what you do is you ask really good questions about their pain points and challenges and what they want to see improve and use that as the basis for everything else you discuss in a business case. So that means you've got to ask really good questions of your business leaders and then use their words about what their challenges are to talk about what you're going to do to solve those challenges. The problem that a lot of PMO leaders or those transitioning into this role have is that they think they see all the problems going on in the organization, and then they spend all of their time trying to convince business leaders that those problems even exist. And then they try to convince business leaders that their solutions are going to address those problems. Or they don't even focus on the problems. They just start shoving solutions at people. And what happens when you do that is that your business leaders' eyes glaze over, they're not interested because you're just shoving a bunch of tools and process and stuff at them that they don't even think that they need, much less want. This gap is what was happening to Kelly when I met her. So Kelly joined the Impact Engine System and the Impact Accelerator Mastermind. And when she first joined, she was so frustrated because she said, I don't understand. I built this business case for the PMO 
and I presented it to the executives and they said, absolutely not. We're not interested. But here's what her business case looked like. She had an outline of all the processes she was going to put in place, all the templates she was going to put in place, the tools and technology that they would implement. And on paper, from her perspective, it was a pretty comprehensive PMO. She also laid out a timeline that said that it was going to take them about a year to start building out all of this capability and then presented that to her business leaders with a big budget to hire a bunch of people and spend hundreds of thousand dollars on technology. And before you know it, it was looking like it was going to cost the organization a million dollars over the next couple of years to put this monstrosity in place. And the challenge was that none of that was actually going to be in the hands of the business leaders or stakeholders for at least a year. The executives all said, this seems like overkill. Our needs are so much more targeted than something huge and transforming like this. We don't have the time. We've got too much going on. We have too many projects. We're all too busy and on and on it goes. To make matters worse, what she told them was all the things they were lacking that they didn't even think they needed. So she would say, you're lacking a good governance process. You're lacking enough templates and structure. You're lacking consistency in projects. And they didn't care about those things. What they cared about was business results, but that's not what she talked to them about. She talked to them about, you're lacking a good software tool. You're lacking enough templates about project process. You're lacking a stage gate review process. What she was telling them was, you're lacking a bunch of solutions I want to put in place, but none of that connected to what they really cared about. None of it connected to, you're not getting on time on scope on budget because, right? And you can't just say, you're not getting on time on scope on budget because of this solution I haven't given you. You need to explain to them that the pain point they have can be solved by your solution, but really focus on the outcome that will create, the impact that will drive, and then, of course, the way you're going to measure that success. That's the process that you need to go through to help make a case for a PMO or any change you want to create. But the problem is, is that most PMO people skip all these steps and they just say, you lack the solution I want to put in place, therefore you're failing. But they don't really care about that because they don't see what you see and they just think you're shoving projects speak at them. And just like that, her proposal was completely rejected. So where did she go wrong? She focused so much on defining the technical aspects of the PMO setup instead of focusing on the business problems it was going to solve. She was so busy geeking out on all of her templates and process that the business leaders just said, eh, we don't need that. That's too much, too heavy, too long, too, too, too. You get the idea. So what should she have done instead? Well, she should have identified the core business challenges the business leaders actually agreed with, right? Because when she went and showed them all this stuff, what she said to them was, these are the things you don't have that I think you need, instead of talking to them about the pain points they know that they really had already. Remember, you have to give your business leaders what they want before you can give them what they need. And the only way to give them what they want is to know what they want. So you need to do this assessment process to say, what are your pain points? What are your challenges? What's keeping you up at night? Talk to me about how you're participating in the project process. What's working well now? What's not working well? What is it that you are going to want to see change? Not solutions, 
but their experience. That gets to the outcomes they want to see. So when we're taking you through this process, you need to understand the pain points, but you've got to understand it in their words. And then you can present your solution, but it's really kind of an after the fact, not a big deal. Yeah, we're going to fix that. It's not even the big details about what you're going to do to fix it, because you want to focus quickly on what your pain point is. I've got your solution. And this is the outcome you're going to see. And those three steps alone, changing the way you do that, will have much better conversations happening in your organization. For example, when I go in and talk to executives for our clients, I am asking them questions about what's working well so that we make sure not to break something that's working well, what's not working well that they want to see change. And I don't ask them how it should be changed. I don't say, give me your solutions. I say, what are your business problems? What's preventing you from realizing your business goals? What's preventing you from delivering on the organization's strategy? Once that's clear and I write it down in their words, I can use that to come back to them and later and say, hey, remember how you told me this business problem you have, like projects are taking too long or a really, really common one with executives? They tell me they don't even have the information they need to make educated and informed decisions. And they have teams coming to them, asking them for decisions and direction but they don't give them information so that they even know what's going on in the organization. How can you make a decision in isolation? That's a big pain point that so many business leaders have, especially in the C-suite level, because they're not in the day-to-day of the work happening and they're counting on that information, enough information so that they can make those decisions quickly and keep their organization moving forward. As an executive myself, I am the CEO of my organization. I can't be in the details and in the weeds of everything happening in my organization, but it's super frustrating when people ask me to make decisions, but I don't even know what's going on. So give them the context, give them the transparency they need, and then they can help you with decision-making. And so for many of the executives, you don't have to make something super complicated. It doesn't take months and months and months just to give them a list of what the projects are that are happening. And if that gave them the context to be able to prioritize, well, that would be super helpful now, wouldn't it? So that's the kind of level that you need to get at here is what are the pain points they complain about? What can you do to solve those? And then what is the outcome that will drive? So if they don't have enough information to make decisions or they don't know the work that's happening in the organization, then transparency is the outcome they want. And when they have that transparency, then they can help getting the entire organization moving better in flow and projects happening faster because they're making decisions faster. That's the impact it will drive. And how will you know? Well, you can do something very simple like measuring project throughput. You can measure the results of those projects. You can start measuring the value they're driving. And by the way, the investments they're making should come at a lower cost because projects shouldn't be taking as long because everybody doesn't have as much idle time, they're in greater flow. So you see, when you're making the case for a PMO, you're not making the case for your solutions, you're making the case for solving their business problems. So that's what you're trying to do is solve their business problems and how you talk about it is going to be so important to getting their buy-in and support. If you want to build a PMO that delivers an impact, it isn't about your templates, your tools, and your process. Sure, you need to have some structure there. Absolutely. Go into organizations and help them put good structure in place all the time. 
but the way we do it is very aligned with the business impact they're trying to drive. And so our business leaders are bought in because they see the value right away. Because we're not burying the punchline. We're not burying the part that they care about. Everything we do is in alignment with what they care about. Give them what they want before you give them what they need. What they want is a solution that gives them the outcome that will address their pain point so that they can make a much bigger impact for the organization's strategy. So what are you doing to make the case your business leaders actually care about? If you want our help making the case for a PMO and then a step-by-step roadmap that takes you on every step of the journey to build or elevate your organization right the first time and showing value quickly, you must join us in the Impact Engine system. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. And let us help you make the case for your PMO and give you every step you need with guidance, resources, videos, templates, and step-by-step process so that you're building the organization the right way, the first time, and fast to get the big business results your impatient business leaders are looking for. I can't wait to see you in the program. All right, that's it for this episode, Impact Driver. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go make the case for a PMO the right way so your business leaders invite you into the right conversations about the value you can help them continue to drive for years to come. That's it for this episode, Impact Driver. I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure to download these episodes so that they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now.